0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Dan O'Neill Show. We are here today with Season 2, Episode 1 of The Dan O'Neill Show, available exclusively at Coke Interactive. (laughs) So after a a brief, uh, a couple-month hiatus here, we are back like we never left, and again, let me just say, available exclusively at Coke Interactive. We have an awesome lineup for the next couple of weeks of guests that are coming on, and today is a very special guest to me and to my business, uh, somebody that I... Is feel as a brother to me. So I'm actually going to do your introduction. So normally I do like, oh, give me the elevator pitch. No, no, no. I'm, I'm doing it. Hit me with it. I'm doing your Let's introduction do it, today. All right. So we have a former NFL linebacker, <laughs> seven foot two. If you're not watching and you're just listening, you can imagine. Uh, he is the number one mortgage broker on Long Island and number three in New York State, which is unbelievable. Uh, super dad. Got to mention that. Recently engaged. Congratulations. And all around, just huge human being, but even bigger heart. That's why I love you. My bro- so today we have Mister Andrew Russell, broker owner of RCG Mortgage. Oh, and you did my own mortgage too. So thank I you for that. I did. <laughs> So thank you for coming on the show. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me. Of course, soaked Dan? What's up? So we did this uh, three years ago when when I first got my license and our podcast studio was not anything like this. We were literally sitting with like two like Old lawn suits. chairs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting with like two lawn chairs yeah. like in my corner of an office uh, with no microphone, literally nothing, um, just using like our phones basically. So it's cool to kind of look back on that and now see like where we are. And I don't know if you've had a chance to ever like listen to that episode since, but. We've both come a long way. I mean, you're number one on Long Island and number three in New York State. Like, you are incredibly humble. You're the same way that I am. And even when I called you to say, like, congratulations, you're like, "Eh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But that's an unbelievable accomplishment. And I'm super happy and proud and honored to work I mean, you know
1: business, is always room for improvement. You know, even Mm. from a service level perspective, like putting numbers aside, you always want to do whatever is necessary to be that much better for your
0: clients. And I'm the same way. Right. So you are again number one Long Island, number three in New York State. So you're a broker versus a bank. So for those that don't know, I mean, you can give the brief elevator pitch. I was also joking. He's not an NFL linebacker, but he does look like one. Um, <laughs> what is the uh, what is the difference between broker versus bank? And give a little bit of like just a quick, you know, if somebody doesn't know who you are, uh, how you got started in the business, and you know, give us the old spiel. Quick spiel.
1: Quick. Um, went to college. Daniel was my best friend. We <laughs> heard hard left,
0: and uh, I went to mortgage.
1: He we went to real estate. <laughs> So oh yeah so broker versus banker I mean this is always a big thing cuz the brokers really they had market share this is before my time your time uh, during the boom and then the crash happened brokers pretty much closed you know their doors and went to the banker model so brokers right now I feel like are taking end or have market share but there's really not many on Long Island why for a multitude of reasons it's just like the headspace like you have to be at the direct lender you have to be at the bank or you know right. whatever it is so it's like one of those things. Why work for one and just be good at what one does and be subject to their peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows, turn times, you know, price stuff like that, um, versus being on with like everybody. So brokers, there's I would tell people there's four types of lending, you know, institution type, um, you know, situations. You have mortgage brokers, you have mortgage banks, you have FDICs like Chase, City, Wells, Citizens. And you have credit unions like Beth page, teachers, Jovia, you know, companies like that. So a mortgage broker is without a doubt the best. Why? Because we're on board with all those companies. So Mm -hmm. if you, Dan O'Neill on Sunday hits me up like, yo, big Russ, what's up, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Got a client for you. Whatever that client's dynamic is, Mm -hmm. brokers, what makes us the best is if we can't do it, no one can. Meaning like, Everyone's unique, you know. No doc. That's coming back very strong. You know, stated income. It's great for realtors, right? Because realtors make money. Typically, they write it off, right? right. Whatever you make. You know, <laughs> not, not pointing any fingers, but you know, business owners we no do the same. Personally thing. attacked here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we all, do, myself too. Um, you know, we're able to lend based more on credit now and assets versus the income. That's a cool adv- uh, advancement in mortgage product. Uh, you know, some of the different, more exotic programs like the FHA, some lenders stop at a certain credit score. We're able to actually do what the government allows, which is like down to a 500 credit score again. Mm-hmm. So like if you refer a client that has a 500 credit score, the typical bank, uh, they won't be able to do the purchase transaction for the client, but we can, we have lenders that actually love low credit score FHA business. Why? I don't know, but <laughs> you know, we're simply just the middleman. So, yeah. um, brokers are aligned with a multitude of banks. What makes us great is we find the best fit for clients and we still kind of facilitate everything almost like we work at that bank, mm-hmm. but it gives clients the most options with the best rates and the best service they get to work with boom, the best.
0: All right. So now that we got the, the educational uh, part out of the podcast, we have to bring it back to the story of how we first met and how we started working together. So I'm, I'm going to share, <clears throat> and it's a great story. Excuse me. I'm going to share my side of it and then, and then you share your side of it. Okay. For people that haven't heard this. Hit me. So... Excuse me again. I got a frog in my throat. I'm getting you all choked up. I know, <laughs> I know you missed me, bro. I haven't seen you in a while. I'm choking at death. All right. So Dan O'Neill, very beginning of the business, uh, maybe like six months in. I have no money. I'm broke. Paycheck to paycheck. Pay- not even. I was not even, I didn't even think I didn't even had any yet. paychecks. <laughs> uh, met Grace at the time and we went to Carlos Salinas' wedding in Miami. First time in Miami. I have no money. Like literally no money at all. And I had a couple of deals that were supposed to be closing and, you know, we had issues. And long story short, one of the deals was blowing up in my face I'm um, in Miami. Um, I was expecting it to close, you know, while I was down there so I could at least have something. Like when I tell you, I was, you ever like you go to like a stop and shop, you know, maybe when you didn't have money and, and like you're buying something, you got to open up your bank account and check. Like, is this going to go through?
1: So, true story. In 2000 and. Seven Before I started the mortgage business, I was a guidance counselor. You know, mm-hmm. go to school, get a master's. I have a master's in psych. You know, take <laughs> college loans. That's what they all told you, right, Dan yeah. O'Neill? Uh-huh. So I went to get gas, and I didn't have any money, and I had a gift card that had like $14 left oh on my it. God. Yeah, so like, humble down, like... <laughs> I was like, I think with my brother, and he's looking at me, I'm like, bro, we got like three gallons <laughs> to get the Smith down from, yeah, so be, trust me, I've been there.
0: Yeah, so, so that's me in Miami, and uh, so long story short, the deal was blowing up, buyer, you know, the bank, they were using Quicken Loans, it didn't work, I remember hearing through the grapevine that you were like, Mr. Save Me Loan, you know, you can save any, any deal that someone sends over to you, so I'm, you know, drinking in Miami, I'm like, ah, this is getting bad, I have to, I need to save this deal, I have no other options, long story short, I call you. You're on like a helicopter, like on a bachelor party in Vegas. You pick up the phone by some miracle. You're literally like shooting an AK-47 out of a helicopter. At least that's what it sounded like. And you, long story short, you saved the deal. I got paid. I got, you know, finally had money. And if that deal didn't close, like I don't think I'm sitting here with you. I probably would have quit real estate. I probably would have had to find another avenue because I was six or seven months in and I just I literally didn't make any money yet. So uh, it was such an amazing, like... The fact that you saved that for me was 10 out of 10. I wouldn't be here without it. And so thank you, obviously. But it's just such a good story because you were in Vegas, right? You were on a helicopter.
1: Yeah. So like us
0: mortgage guys, <laughs> like, you know, we hit you. How many
1: calls do you get where it's just like, hey, Dan, my name is Bill from XYZ. Yeah, yeah. I want to meet and have coffee and tell <laughs> you my value. <laughs> right. right. So like, you know, back in the day before we grew the company to what it was, I had to do that, you know, build relationships. You know, at mm-hmm. the time you're on a team. So that team... Um, I had to reach out to Zach Schur, the team leader, and do the same thing, get an opportunity. And if we didn't do a save me loan for Zach Schur, and what's a save me loan? It's not like we have some magic, you know, potion that no one else has. Dude, um, love it. It's just someone somewhere at some of these larger institutions drops the ball. They don't have like that personalized care to like be resourceful. And we do. Like every client to us is the last client we'll ever have. So we want to treat it that way where, you know, sometimes these big places are just a number, something happens, back of the line, they don't give you your cell phone, you know. So yeah. we're able to just maneuver potentially fix something that is just very easy it's just a quick fix but and then execute on a fast turn time so i had done one for zach i was at a bachelor party correct in a helicopter the machine one uh, was called a saw you can fact check that it's called a saw you know something like, you know uh, so yeah shooting so bazookas literally amazed. but to a mortgage guy like listen you know it's like you're at the bar you mm-hmm. see a beautiful woman yep. you know you like get their number But, like, the first time they call, you see that number, you get, like, that feeling, right? So it's like, uh, you know, like, I just just proposed. When when I said, will you? And she said, yes, I get a great feeling. When I saw Dan O'Neill's name (laughs) pop up, I'm like, oh, damn! I'm like, here we go. I'm going to answer the phone in a helicopter, literally, with one arm holding a saw. You know, which probably isn't all that safe <laughs> yeah. after a few drinks. Oh, um, God. But, yeah, so I answered and, you know, what, what happened with that transaction? You know, Quicken Loans is a great company. Unfortunately, the same thing. When something happens, they, it's hard for them to maneuver. So it was between us. I don't even know if you remember this. It was between us and American Airlines Mortgage.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even understand. You know, I, I told I, him if he, I told him if he didn't use you guys that I would physically, I would fight him. I sort of <laughs> got it. Right, I was that. Right. I was that. I'm desperate. gonna come over the top yeah. and, and hit you. you know, I, yeah. I, I. think I, I. had nothing to lose yeah. at that point, you know. Uh, but I've
1: I'm, had that happen <laughs> twice. It was one time like a save me loan, like literally same Oh, I don't know, American Airlines. I was like, I didn't even know they had. What do even like, What is the pilot? Yeah. The underwriter? Like it's <laughs> right. It's like so confused. The stewardess is the, the yeah loan the appraiser. Is, like, yeah, it's confusing. And another time it happened. They're that, like so Andrew. Funny. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with Costco Mortgage. Oh my god. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. I would
0: I would physically have to fight somebody if they ever. Put but that. I literally remember looking down, seeing your name, like you were the hot girl, and I was like, yes. And it's so crazy too because at that point, like you know, you're saying I was the hot girl and whatever, whatever. But I, you know, I didn't even have any money. I wasn't even really doing anything yet. So it's interesting to see how like perception is reality, where you know people saw it as like maybe the future or whatever it might have been. But it was just such like a, a awful timing with everything, and, and just you know I had deals dying and I was brand new, and you literally saved it. And I, again, if you didn't. Yeah, I remember that closing. I met uh met yeah, your dad. My for dad, the first yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to pops. Yeah. So um so building your business, so I mean your business has taken off tremendously since we've linked up, and same with me. What do you think has been like the main um you know contributor to that, and how do you and this is something I admire about you a ton. You are able to bring in like such good people and keep them. So what a few steps on just like building your business and what you did. How do you keep or how do you find the talent, and then how do you keep them? Because that that's really big. Whether you're questions. a landscaper, whether you're you know a mortgage business, a title, whatever, any Attorney type of business, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, listen, but but to your point though, before so like, I saw something in you, right? And it's like I just knew you were going to become who you are. And still, I think you know how I feel about you. You know, sky's the sure. limit. But um, you know, so that's why I knew you know guys like you that if I could get into your world and you know, I I think we're I'm just lucky that I consider you a brother at this point. Like you're awesome. Of course. And I, you know, we can kick it Sunday at a game, you know, a jet game, we can kick it here. So I'm very blessed to have like business partners who I consider family. But I saw that in you and said, look, I'm not a stupid guy. Like, you know, I, I knew that this was going to happen with you. You're your master's a master's the great psych. No, but I saw it. You're a great guy. That's <laughs> like me saying, hey, Dan, you're gonna be a great dad. You're yeah. not a dad right now, right? Right, right? But I know sure as anything, if I'm not the godfather within my 10 years <laughs> or whatever it is, I'm gonna be very upset because I'm that good of an influence, right? Amen. But yeah, to your point, so uh, how do you build a business and how do you have like, like the retention and all that stuff? So, mm-hmm. so one of the positives of OCD is, and I'm definitely, I have OCD tendencies without a doubt. Um, guess my fiance, she'll attest to that. So one of the positives is, so I like to win, right? It's mm-hmm. like our sports, same thing with you, you a sports guy. Yeah, I right. grew up, my mother's father said, you know, Andrew, second place, that's first loser. You know, it's very difficult to hear. And in a lot of ways, it's difficult. You don't want the grass grow on your feet. It's never good enough. Yeah. So sometimes in personal life, you have to kind of balance that. But like in business, for me to hit the market as a broker, a no-name, and try to grow and build your business and become number one and all that stuff, you need a business plan. Right? It doesn't just happen. Like Dan O'Neill, like you, you know, you, you laugh, you make jokes, you have really gorgeous ankles, you know, like that's... You are a meticulous <laughs> business plan. I know that. You're up early every day. You don't sleep in, mm-hmm. right? You plan things out. You're in coaching groups. You have a team. You deploy strategies and tactics. Like you, right or wrong or different, are OCD with your business plans. the same thing with me. But I will say, the pandemic has taught me, I will fail. And that's okay at things. It's mm-hmm. okay to fail. Because like, what is failure? Failure is just not getting up after you get knocked down. And that's what oh, I right. learned. I'm so OCD with like, having to be the best. Or like, when you do things wrong, getting so upset, but there were things that have happened to your point over the last several months and years where I have a business plan, things have gone kind of like sideways or whatever, but I'm quick to course correct it and always kind of stay on top of it. So I would just say, make a business plan, deploy it and always course correct. Don't stay in like one plan, you know, type thing Mm -hmm. uh, and things aren't working, but I just, you know, I sit back, I watch, I see what's successful with others. I see what's successful with myself and I kind of just go for it. I'm also fearless, you know, meaning like I believe in myself so much. I know that like the only way I don't get to that next level or become successful or, you know, find a way to succeed is I will die. (laughs) But it's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like that Jocko, you know, crazy headspace, um, Goggins type stuff. But it's the truth. Like it's just my personality when I want something Mm -hmm. and I believe in myself. I will I will tirelessly make sure I get there. So, how do you do it? You don't just like pound your chest cuz I'm a big football player. You know, like <laughs> like I literally strategize. How many LOs? What type of technology? What type of lenders to like oh, brokers were so good, but like you have to get on with the lenders, right? right. There's a business owner intangible. I own a business. Mm-hmm. You know, I think my payroll right now, I can't even tell you, it's like wild. <laughs> but I'm saying that only even because imagine. Yeah, but but think about it. So, Four years ago, it was me and two people, two salespeople, you know, no salary. Now I have, like, on ADP, I'm up to page two <laughs> with fixed salary. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, like, money. again, it's just a business plan, you know, fixed costs. There's a lot that goes into it, and I have a master's in psych. I don't have a business degree. It's just, right. you know, that's how I am. If I want to do something, I take a step back, and I meticulously study, and then course correct on, you know, as the road bumps come up.
0: Well, so you just said you're on page two of ADP. So how how have you recruited, and how have you brought on such good talent? So, I always love the movie The Bronx Tale, I've never right? seen
1: it. Oh! Yeah, I've never seen it. I right, got a homework assignment this weekend. No joke. <laughs> literally. I'll pay for it for okay. you on YouTube. I'm pretty good. But The Bronx Tale with Chad, I think, Pomateri Palmin- uh, or what is it? Chad something or other. And, and, and I uh, have no idea. I'm not the movie and De- guy. And De Niro. You know, there's a bunch of guys in it okay. um, that are pretty good. Um, Chaz Palmerter, I think that's his name. So basically, is it Chad Palmerter call- was it? <laughs> what is it, he The Jets quarterback in two thousand five? Yeah, I'm only a quarter Italian. So I'm <laughs> killing the name. Um, but it's the one member. It's like rather be loved than feared with Colangelo, like that whole thing in the Bronx. Like I don't know, you really okay. can see it. No, never. I, you're you're young. I never yeah, seen like the no, Goonies. I keep thinking, I, like, I've never my, seen
0: uh, like Harry Potter. I'm just not really like a big movie guy. Arnold movies? No. Commando? No. Best movie ever? Never seen it. Commando? Never seen it.
1: Are we going to have a bro date? Uh, Commando, what are you going to your pool naked? No. no. <laughs> I have no idea. Never heard of it. Anywho. <laughs> no, so basically the whole concept is like there's this guy. He's a gangster, right? It's like mm-hmm. similar to, uh, to a couple of different Italian movies. But would you rather – how do you lead? Like your team. How do you lead your team? Are you loved or feared? The origin is actually the book uh, – The Prince by Machiavelli. So, like, I'm getting all, like, scholarship scholar on you. Here here comes his master's
0: degree. But Machiavelli,
1: back in, like, the olden days, wrote a book called The Prince. And really the concept is when you're a leader, you have to mix being loved and feared, right? And it's just, like, you can't be too feared because then people are like, oh, this job stinks. This guy treats me hard. I want to leave. You can't be too loved because people, like, walk all over you and then leave. So... I think I lead with love. You know, I'm definitely a Scorpio. I will hit a point <laughs> where there's no return. You know, because I am a Scorpio. But regardless, are you an I, astrology guy? I am. No, are you really? Yeah. Like you wake it up. First
0: thing you do is looking at your astrology. No, no, no.
1: But I, I do believe in in okay Yeah. Um. But specifically. I lead this company I believe with love probably even too much mm-hmm. but in fairness like my retention's through the roof people love working we make it fun right. like I just try to take a young fl- mortgage you know stuff is typically like old and boring like so yep. like like as an example we have a one did you know that the one touch clear to close gone do you know what that is even you don't no. Yeah, so you gotta come visit. You're too famous to visit. Now you gotta visit, bro. <laughs> we got movies to see, <laughs> yeah. wine to drink, and you gotta come visit. All right. So I bought like a several thousand dollar gong from somewhere. Oh, I did. I did see that. Yeah, I did see in that. East I, Asia. I have yeah, no yeah. idea where it mm-hmm. just like showed up one day. It was several thousand. Nice. So it's like a it's like a, a like a art. If you if a client gets approved, mm-hmm. right. And one time my processing team submits to the lender, we got a clear to close. First time, first submission, appraisal, title, documents, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called the one touch clear to close. That's like the most it's like slaying the dragon. Yeah. It's like literally, like you're up three touchdowns in three minutes. In the game. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So like that's fun. So we smash it. It's so loud. Like the neighbors in our <laughs> they hear it. The they, first time we did it, they came in. They're like, uh, what's going on that's here? They, they alerted the landlord, but like stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I do great bonuses. You know, bonus right. for cool stuff. Like not just like, hey, how many you know clear clothes do you get. Like yeah, things yeah. like, do you come in early? Do you leave late? Does the uh, company do? Do they like you? Like in other words, are you a good uh, person in our culture. You know? Yep. With me and shout out to Jeanette Bracey, my ops manager, um, we have tirelessly worked to build the right culture within the you know, within the team. I've been at companies where it's like like that's op- the biggest thing too is culture, really. Op- of course, operations and sales are like, you know, they hate each other and they're talking smack. And like yeah. we just our company, we love on each other, you know, we I lead with love. We do great things. You know, listen, at the end of the day, we're number one. But, like, I'm a small company, like, in the grand scheme of things. We do our holiday events at 110. We yeah. go nuts. We get comedians and ventriloquists. <laughs>
0: okay, I remember the, uh, what was that, the magician from Insignia? Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. But, but that's the thing. He's like, I live at your house now? That guy's at every yeah. event.
1: Yeah. He's like, hey, Dan, <laughs> in your yeah, basement? Yeah. 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 <laughs> But think about Seagull it. See all his tricks. Like, like, who am I? You know, I'm not freedom. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. worth billions, but like, these are the things that garner, like, oh, you work at RCG. It's so much fun. But what'd you do for your holiday party? Oh, we went bowling and had a beer. Like, what'd you do? Oh, 110. Like, an awesome, you know, I, yeah. I do things like that. So I lead with, to your point, I lead with love. I make it fun and I reward the people. You know, that's what I would say is my key to success. Okay.
0: What would you say in terms of, I mean, like, balance? Like So now you just opened up your insurance company, right? You have – you're a super dad. So you have kids everywhere. You are an amazing father. You open up the insurance. You have the brokerage. You have all this stuff going on. You're renovating your house. So right now you actually have two houses basically. How do you like stay afloat? How do you have balance? Do you take like a day to yourself? Are you trying to take like time? Like are you working on it? Um, and this is something we talk about like obviously off camera all the time because it's something I struggle with uh, a ton. But like how are you – How do you have any balance?
1: So I think the biggest key to my success, at at least at this point, is so I'm in a a phenomenal relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's the truth. And you don't want to have like a crutch like you need to be in a good relationship. But I will tell you, um, my fiance. Shout out to Lauren. I love her. Love her, obviously. <laughs> like, but it's the truth, you know. She is there for me, and everybody's different, right? We yeah. all. when like Dan. When you have a bad day, there's there's a lot of ways someone could be there for you from a you know a girlfriend perspective. So mm-hmm. same thing with me. So she, in the ways that I need, you know, love languages. I'll get all like psychology on you, but it's true. <laughs> she is there for me through the difficult time. That it helps when you have a rock. Yeah, know, a lot bigger than her, but you know she's. <laughs> you know, she's definitely there for me from a rock perspective. So that's been a huge thing without that. I mean, could I get through it? Sure. But like that has been, it's almost like a little bit cheating because she's there to do that with me. And that really helps. That's the first thing. Second thing. I mean, look, everyone struggles with balance. I talk about balance, you know, I have my own, um, you know, shows coming about about, uh, shows coming out about balance stuff, but cause I'm so into like being a present father and all that stuff. It's really hard, you know? So like, I'm sitting here telling you it's hard, but I'm doing it. But the fact of the matter is, like, Wednesdays, right? So from a custody schedule perspective, I have my kids Wednesday. It's, like, sacred time. It's the best. Yeah. But Wednesdays, everything seems to be popping off. <laughs> always. Phone. Naturally. This. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just, like, Wednesday. Monday, sometimes, it's, like, 2 o'clock. And I'm, like, why couldn't this be Wednesday? But, like, on Monday, you would think it's, yeah. it's, it's always Wednesday. So, honestly, you just do your best. Like, like, I said, there's been advice, like, you take a step back and it's, like, if you're with your kids, you're 100% with your kids. Or if you're doing work, you're 100% doing work. Like you, you know what I would say, like, your balance is, like, when you're with your friends and you're having fun on the weekend, you have to be 100% there. Like, why mm. be there? Why be at Montauk and Gurney's, like, right. with the, with the capris on, living the dream, <laughs> the kicking caprice. it with the chicks, when, like, you're on your phone the whole time. Yeah. It's like, or, like, when you're at work, you can't be swiping the whole time. You yeah, know, right, right. I mean, I'm not saying you do that because the women just talk to you, but... <laughs>
0: But still, like, <laughs> that's our first, that's our first Bumble slash, well, I don't even know what happened a Tinder joke on, on, on the Dan O'Neill show here, season two, episode Got one. Got
1: it. But, but, but still, <laughs> Thank like, you for that. I, I try, yeah. you know, it's just like, when I'm with my kids, I do my best, the phone, you, you know, so it's difficult, you know, like, we were into Lauren's house, we're moving back, like you said, we are all that insurance company during the mm. pandemic, and there's a lot going on, but you just take deep breaths. Take things one day at a time. Yeah, try to be, you know, try to do your best. It's really it's it's a difficult thing to do. But as long as like you buy into the fact that you, you know, are able to do everything, you have to have that belief. I try not to get too stressed out.
0: Yeah, it's something that I'm working on. And I mean, I talk about it all throughout season one too. I'm still working on it. You know, it, it's uh, it's it's a work in progress. But, you know, I'm self aware of it, and uh, I am doing. What's so weird though is like. Like yesterday, right? I had like a two-hour break in my schedule. So I went back to my house. I'm like laying by my pool. But like I don't even like – I don't know. Like, I don't What's even, what, 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 I don't even like – Speedos like, or it's <laughs> like longboard? What do you got? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even like know if I like laying by my – I don't know if that's even like balance, you know, because I'm still like kind of on my phone like working. Like so you want to know something funny? But I'm just doing it in the sun. I don't, I, I don't know. It's like so, so weird. like
1: in my life, if I didn't have all this chaos, mm-hmm. I would hate it. Right? Like – like, like you know, like, for instance, right, with the renovation, like we mm-hmm. went to the, the guest bathroom and like the exotic glass we bought from Europe. Who the hell else? <laughs> right. No, it's shattered. No, because apparently one in a hundred just shatters organically. And I was just like, I like to the contractor. I'm oh like, what? shout out to LTB. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, you know, like I went on Scorpio. I'm like, yeah. it's just <laughs> shattered. Like what? Because like the, it was like a Tuesday on the 4th. <laughs> like, what yeah. is yeah. that even But like the point is like. But I like the chaos I like it because like mm-hmm. if I was retired and I woke up and it was just me and Lauren and we lived on the beach and it was like, What do you want to do today, hon? Huh? Sit on the beach and like read a book, like I would just be like, oh, yeah. Like I need to be in New York and, you know, bumper to bumper, like listening to house music, stress out <laughs> on my bird. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like pressure. I've always yeah. done that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think I need to find what I really just enjoy that will actually give me the quote unquote balance. I think that's yeah. like that half my problem is, is finding you the balance. Find that but the, yeah, yeah. Um so another question I have for you is uh do you know what my sign is? Can you can you read me Mr. Mr. Master's degree in psychology?
1: Birthday? Oh, February, no. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not an Aries, that's March. Uh-oh. If you don't get that Capricorn, that's January. Oh, I, oh,
0: I don't no. remember. Pisces? Oh my god. It? That's it. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning yeah. in. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to hit on you, so I don't know your sign. <laughs> Aquarius. 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 Um so another question I have for you is you manage to always stay like a step ahead of the game, right? And whether it's social media, whether it's, you know, the systems and, and structures that you implement, how do you, how do you do that? How do you always stay one step ahead of the game? Like for instance, we were talking, you know, when COVID first hit and we both kind of doubled down on our marketing, on our business and, and all of these things, you know, we took a gamble, but knowing that, you know, if we continue to work and we continue to do the right thing, our business will, you know, double just organically. But, We've implemented both in on our separate sides of the fence here, structures and systems. So, how do you stay ahead of the curve like that? How do you know like what's coming up next? What do I need to do to you know stay relevant and and continue to grow and not just stay stagnant? Yeah, it's a good question. You know what it is? It's just like so, like Tom Brady, for instance, right?
1: He's the best in the game. He has great coaches. I can say, even myself, I'm in coaching groups. I'm in. Like infrastructure, conveyor belt. How to be better at the mortgage stuff? Coaching groups, yeah. Um, video coach, you know, or like public speaking coaches, you know. Like I will spend. I'm I'm not like a profit guy. I keep reinvesting in myself. So a lot of our what you would think is profit. Same with you. Yeah. I will f- instantly throw into like a social media thing or an, a, a lead thing. Or mm-hmm. that's just how I am. I like to take risks. But, you know, it's educator risk, but right. you know, that's something that's that's big um i also know like i kind of have a good finger on the pulse of the market and where it's going and the whole digital you know that was my value proposition when i rolled out like hey i'm rcg mortgage end of 2018 make me your in-house lender well what makes you different than you know your competition oh well we actually have a digital marketing company that helps you grow and scale your business you know Mm -hmm. like i don't know if you had to be a rocket scientist to know that that's you (laughs) know but like look at what the market is so it's just like I just have that OCD, tireless, you know, I'm always, like, examining, watching, seeing, like, where things are going. Um, I, I definitely keep a finger on the pulse of, like, the industry and,
0: yep. you know, various things.
1: But it's just, I, like I said, if you want to be the best at something, you have to really give a you-know-what about it. And that's really what I do. You can and say, I you do can it, say in, it on
0: here. You, you can say it. You I have to give I, a shit. I got little kids, bro. Sorry. They watch it. Okay. Jack's watching. <laughs> Soon to be stepson. Yeah. I got to be a good example. Okay, okay. But if, even <laughs>
1: We'll keep the Fortnite jokes. Yeah, yeah I was about know, a- we were both there. Yeah. But still, it's just oh, like funny. you know, like I know what what the market is turning into. I definitely have like good people in my circle, like I guess a strong circle. Like you want to keep a mm-hmm. tight, you know, your click, right? right? It's just like your business click. So the right attorneys, the right realtors. Like when you say something, there's credibility. Like when you're like, oh, you seem to know a lot of stuff going on, but like there's credibility in what you say because you're phenomenal, you know. So you. you know things like that. The right people. Technology, you know, Alex Karajanidis, shout out to Alex. So he moved from Colorado to New York because he bought in so much to the RCG and our culture. It's crazy. He has two kids. He's living in Colorado. Yeah. Basically like in the mountains. He moved here, literally. He's here as of a few weeks ago, so we can like kind of take over the market. Why? Because he's the digital, he's the business coaching, he knows what he's doing, but like right. you know, between the two of us and then the coaching groups and just everything we have going on, it's just like, like I said, if I'm coming to the game, I'm going to win and I'm going to destroy you. So it's <laughs> it's like the same thing in business. Yeah. Like same with you. Like if you're going to a listing presentation, mm-hmm. like I don't want to compete against you. Yeah. You're jumping into ponds. <laughs> You, you know, you're, you're yeah. leveraging jet skis. Yeah. I'm so, I haven't seen you sky. Yo, the next one we should literally go in the helicopter and shoot guns. Yeah, we should like be like. You know. I've never shot
0: one before. That'd be cool. I got your bachelor. I never party been to Vegas day, yet but... either.
1: Never. And you've never seen Goonies. We'll, see, we'll save. We'll save sure that for. Uh, right no, I've
0: never seen the Goonies. We'll save that for your bachelor party. But you've been to Miami a lot. No, just once. The time when I, I had nobody money, when I was down there, so. I don't we, know. Got to, we got a lot of bucket list stuff. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's the
1: next. Like our next show is like Dan's bucket list. I'm just going <laughs> to bring you around the world and. And can try various foods across the world.
0: Uh, I'm down. Um, all right, so last question, I guess here as we wrap it up. Um, what did I want to ask you? I'm blacking out now. I'm, I'm a little bit rusty here with this uh, season two, episode one. Um, last question. Oh, that was it. So if you're somebody that is starting your business and you're, you're getting involved, right? Whether it's you know mortgages, title, whatever it is, you've done an amazing job of getting into these different brokerages and getting into these different companies. So whether you are running an Instagram page or whether you were you know starting your own business, whatever it could be. How did you find your way into these brokerages and how did you, you know, cement yourself in there and and become really the number one on the Island is because you are involved with so many different brokerages and so many agencies. So how did you get your way in there and how did you beat out all these other companies that are offering under the table money and they're offering, oh, we'll we'll do this, we'll do that. How did you do it? So look (laughs) –
1: First, what do we do? What's the core of what I do? Mm-hmm. I do mortgages, right. right? I do mortgages, like, you know, but it's true. <laughs> we are English mortgage weights. professionals. <laughs> I things yeah. up. I but, so I made sure, and this is just in general, like, if you refer me a client, no one could be better. And what does that mean? It's, again, it's not pounding your chest. It's, Being available, answering your phone, texting after hours, knowing the guidelines. You know, sales guys, it's just like, it's more than uh, just sales, what mortgage guys do. We have to know the guidelines. So it's like a different hat. Mortgage guys wear a lot of hats, right? Same thing with with, uh, realtors, so it's like, If you refer me a client instantly after running their credit and talking about their income i know exactly the loan product it's like you have to matrix those guidelines in your brain like i know kung fu like i know mortgage it's difficult, but on top of that like (laughs) you you're also a marketer how are you getting your leads how are you getting referrals that has nothing to do with selling a house nothing so that's another hat that you have to wear so you have to learn that there's a lot of things a lot of facets to be successful then when you're great at mortgage which took me i mean listen i started in 2007 8 like at the crash I made plenty of mistakes. Yeah. You've made mistakes. Of course. We've all, like, and I'm happy to say that, like, I won't make the same mistake twice, but I made a lot of mistakes, yeah. you know, guideline mistakes. So once it was to a point where, I mean, my story, like, I guess I never really thought about it. I got into a mortgage. Luckily at like late twenties, early thirties, my circle, just like you, they were buying houses. Mm-hmm. So they tried me, my friends. Yeah. Right. So, and I actually did good. Right. Like actually was good and always got better <laughs> and always improved my game. So that was like, I guess how I started. And then slowly but surely did more and more business used to buy internet leads like anyone else when mm-hmm. they first started out. Um, I always recommend people start and go on a team like for instance, yeah, the, yeah. the O'Neill team. Um, to learn before they see where they want to go but right. so first be good at what you do specifically then on the mortgage side it was like all right for me to then have relationships that's a completely different animal with a keller williams or with an exit or someone to that effect mm-hmm. like you said you have to have a value proposition and that's where alex came in excuse me on the digital marketing side yeah you know, going in there and not just like having the best raps or being the most handsome, you know, guy in the block, which which you are both, hey now. <laughs> but still, you know, um, having the most mortgage product. Every guy says that, Dan. Yeah. Every guy that's going to call you. So like, I'm brutally honest. That's I built a reputation being too honest. But most guys, like, I'm the best. I'm the fastest. I'll do this. i so, like, it's all the same stuff typically at some of these places. So yeah. there has to be more, right? Like you said, money under the table, which is illegal. People right. still do it. Like Zillow, I, like people will plug in $100,000 a month to try to buy a business, you know, mm-hmm. all buying seats, desk fees, all that stuff. Right. So our proposition was, and which is airtight, was, hey, we're going to sit with you and we're going to show you how to build your presence on social media with digital marketing, mm-hmm. and we're going to help you grow and scale, like, because the average realtor, so like you're like the anomaly, the white unicorn, because you're the best, like how good you are oh, okay. as a realtor Thank and you. on social, like you're the, the white it. unicorn. but. Your competition, some people who are you know, doing a lot of sides, a lot of units per year, yeah. they have no clue what they're doing, right? So like the average realtor does one video a year. Mm-hmm. so like that's like if you do one a week you're 52xing like this yeah. little thing so like but then it's like people typically get so like paralysis by analysis like you know what you're doing it's just like people that don't like where do you go Where do you start dan o'neill oh my god that's so <laughs> cool what he does what do i do do i get a studio do i have a pod <laughs> what do i say like and then it's just like oh i'm done yeah you know so we do small bites that's been our value proposition with, with these big big box realtor type companies mm-hmm. um you know, going in, not just saying the same stuff, actually caring, going with like, we'll help you, not just like, hey, give me three deals and then we'll talk about it, yeah. You know, which that stuff exists. I understand on purchase, when you work with companies and teams and individuals, it's an investment. Whatever we do on a co-marketing side and we split, you know, like over time, we'll do business together. It's not like. You know it's an investment like yeah i invest in like so to me it's like we don't invest in everybody so yeah you know that's always been a big thing understanding it's an investment having true value versus like what everyone else has mm-hmm. that's really what separates and then i i think people see like the fire that i have for the business yep. like i love what i do you know i have a psych background i had this thing i wanted to work with divorced children and all that stuff, so that at some point maybe I'll do some kind of stuff, you know, yeah, to to help like the divorce community and children. I think there's a little bit of a gap there, to from a psychological perspective. But like, I get to take clients. My... Were, you, were your
0: parents uh, divorced when you were young? They were. How how old? Uh, 11, 12. and it affected me a yeah, lot. I was, I was two, so I didn't really yeah. know what that was going on. I don't think. It took me a
1: long time to get over it. Yeah. a long time, and then I'm not embarrassed to say that. So it affected me so much. I'm like, you know, I'm so like invested in that community. I want to at some point you know do something to improve it banana, yeah. banana splits I don't even know what's available um, I think it's an easy course correction there's an easy fix I hate the word stepdad I yeah. hate it not but, only what, that what do, you, what do you prefer I don't know that's the thing I'm Should working on it, it. yeah no, really I'm so yeah Jack calls me soup now instead it's, <laughs> it's a cool thing <laughs> bro that's soup. awesome but still you know like my stepfather, his name's John. I grew up calling him John. So yeah. rude, man. Yeah. So John Nocero, my stepdad, was the most like, revered Smithtown educator, administrator, I think like ever in the mm-hmm. Smithtown School District, yeah, right? yeah. Like President Obama at the time wrote him a letter. Like he is oh, the shit. man. So like Mr. Nocero, Mr. Nocero, I called him John. Like, yeah. It's just so weird. So like, I just think there's a lot of you know all of a sudden everyone started getting divorced. So there was like no time for psychologists across the country to be like, yeah. "Yo, come on, let's go meet guys and figure this <laughs> out." You know, so that like. But my point is, from a mortgage perspective, I get to take clients from like day one, super anxious, mm-hmm. right? Like, you like the typical client, like they don't know anything about mortgage, yeah. right? And it's just like it's not like getting a car. Like, it, there's so much that goes into it, and so much pressure, and like leases and families and school districts and like money a lot of it's like their only money so right. like i get to hold their hand like yo mr and mrs smith i got you you know, I know that's like real, like new school, young kid gangster talk, but like that no, it sounds it's true, like Carlos, like I got you. Yeah. But it's the truth. Like, just look, trust me, see my credibility, which we have now, but like, I promise I'll hold your hand from day one from your referral from Dan O'Neill and I will get you to the finish line with a great program. Amen. But I love that. Like yeah. to me, threading the needle and it just gives me such a joy. Like literally, I love it. I can not tell you how to geek out on it. It's like, hey, Andrew, this is like my cousin, Bill. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, thanks, Dan hold their hand, speak to them, pre-approve them, watch them go into contract. And it's hard now. You get an accepted offer from a buyer perspective. It's hard, Yeah. right? Getting them into contract, going through the process, the closing, the keys, the selfies, liking The game is everything, yeah. Oh, Like, I love that. So it's like, that to me was the best. From the pre-approval inception, they see the house, great realtor, obviously what you are, like, that whole process to me is like a similar joy from a psychological perspective. And that's why I love what I do hey man all right so how, how can
0: people find you what's your number how can they reach out to you social media like, plug whatever you anywhere
1: got. and anywhere yeah andrew russell i think it's <laughs> www.facebook.com backslash andrew s russell that's two s's two l's Dos s's dos L's. right that was good um yeah. you know between that we're rcgmortgage.com we have a phenomenal team you know yes. we're available 24 7 so and hit me up anywhere. And literally, if I don't answer, I'm sleeping. All right, last two questions. Uh, what's the Jets' record this year? So I think Vegas has it at four and a half. I'm crushing the over.
0: Yeah. Well, so we'll give the prediction because we're going to look back on this. Nine and seven. Oh my. God. Wait, there's an, an extra game, right? Are you insane. There's okay. an extra game. What's I in think, that right? coffee? There, you got a little Jameson in that coffee
1: now. And less preseason, so like nine and eight. I if don't that's mean, the case. No shot. Um, so me and you are going to the opening game, nine nineteen. 19 Like, I'm putting you on blast. You're coming, right? Yeah, of course. I'm coming. You will no. be G- at my Let's house. Giants. Either way, you'll yes. be at my house at 5.30 a.m., yes, right? Yes, 5.30 a.m. You will partake in an alcoholic beverage the, the at 7.55 a.m., right? The only
0: time I would ever do that, it, well, like that early, is a football game, is fishing, or like a crazy, like early golf round. Other than that, like I'm not. Or a $10 million listing? Yes, $10 million okay. listing. Uh, and then second question, I have the number one pick in my fantasy football league this year. For the first time in my life, who am I going with? What? what are you? Uh, this guy is losing his mind. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Wrong answer. All right. Exactly. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Tuning into episode uh, one of season two here with Andrew Russell. Uh, available exclusively at Coke Interactive. Thank you, Coca. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for coming to the thank man. You, I don't know if we can. There you go. All right. I, I appreciate you jacket. <laughs>